0: Well my friends, Jerry Adams here, Go August Go Will Ahanrod Igart I remember Martin McGuinness in response to a question telling a journalist that he expected to be dead before he was 25. I told the same journalists the same thing. That's the way it was in the 1970s when Martin and I first met the British government in an effort with others to negotiate a way to end the conflict. I was 23 years of age. Martin was about 18 months younger than me. As it turned out, we both lived well beyond the quarter of a century that both of us thought would be our lifespan. I assume it may be difficult for anyone who didn't experience conflict to understand why we thought the way we did. It seems very melodramatic today, but that's the way it was. Haunted in our own place, on the run, living on the edge. If there was not quite a queue of would-be assassins, it was open season on Republican activists. And not just for me or Martin, but for many others as well. And for our opponents and our enemies, contemporaries from all sides, including some who were doing their best with deadly intent to fulfil our expectation. Not that we wanted to die, far from it. That's one fact to emerge from the pandemic crisis. Few of us want to die or to see others die. The longer I live, the more I learn the less I know. There are so many mysteries to and in our existence. That's part of the joy of living. Martin would have been 70 on Saturday the 23rd of May. He lived a very full life and he lived it well. There was a wonderful online celebration on the 23rd organised by the Martin McGuinness Peace Foundation well done to all involved and commiserations once again to Bernie and the entire McGuinness clan. Martin's death, his wake and funeral touched many people. I'm sure others who had loved ones killed by the IRA don't say it like that. Fair enough. They too deserve respect. Their loved ones had lives worth living What's celebrating by their friends and families. We all have grieved after folk we love. Not only people killed in the conflict, parents and grandparents, other family members, mates, neighbours. In Ireland, we have a tradition steeped in our values of gathering around a bereaved family to give them comfort and support. Part Christian, with elements of another older pagan world, we celebrate the life which has ended. Unless, of course, the dearly departed is a young person or someone deemed to have died before their time or in tragic circumstances. We have all experienced the shock of that, of death by violence, death by suicide, sudden death. And yet... We get comfort from the prayers and sympathy and solidarity of those who support us. And the wake and the funeral and burial or cremation service are the occasion to give expression to all of this. It's telling the bereaved that they're not on their own. We're sorry for their troubles. Even though we go back and get on with our own lives and usually leave the bereaved to get on with theirs, that coming together is important. Taking that time to visit, to pay our respects, it's part of what we are. That's one aspect of the terrible deaths from the coronavirus that many find so distressful. People dying alone, especially older people in care, homes or other congregated settings. Restrictions on funerals add to the grief. Yes, it's necessary And I support the restrictions, but it's heart-rending. I've missed funerals myself since the lockdown of people I know. Friends, former prisoners. So it must be much, much more worse for family members. All of these thoughts come together as I reflect on these matters of life and death. The pandemic will pass. We don't know when, but pass it will. It will. It will affect some of us more than others, just as the conflict did. Some who survive will never recover fully from the loss of a loved one or the circumstances of their death, just like in the conflict. So Martin and I were the lucky ones. It's still a wonder to me that he's gone and I'm still here. But that's life. Our life begins every morning we wake up to a new day. So, try to make the benefits and take the benefits of that with joy. Make the most of it. It won't always be possible to say it like that, not every day, but that's okay also. It's okay not to be okay. gan but do try to be positive. Be alert to the wee things, the bird song the light in the sky, the kindness of friends and strangers, a nice meal, a dance, a good tune, a good-natured dog, flowers, the wind, the laugh, companionship, love, children, trees, a good walk, friendship, nature, a good book, or a wee drink if you can handle it. Even if you don't have any or all of these things, you have yourself. That's a big thing. Without yourself, who? What or where would you be? So let's try to be happy, despite everything and because of everything. Remember, we only die once. We live every day. So let's do our best to be our best and make this a better place for others, less well-off. Than we are. Slán, beaghe Cormac agus tugabhaige.